Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. A science story, huh? And I just thought, well, I had figured it out. It was that golden moment. Because science was on my side. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true stories of how science has affected people's lives. This week's story is from Anna Rothschild. The story was recorded in December 2012 at Oberon in Cambridge, Massachusetts. The theme of the event was It Takes Guts. Uh, When I was a freshman in college, I was basically your stereotypical uh, pre-med science dork. While most people were relishing their new freedom and maybe drinking for the first time and going to parties, I was mostly sitting at home researching parasites that infect humans and possibly even memorizing their Latin names. Um, I was pretty much just obsessed with anything medical at all. So, for example, I broke my wrist midway through my freshman year And um, when it came time for me to have surgery, it was this pretty invasive surgery, I asked my surgeon if he'd actually let me um, stay awake during the procedure and just numb my arm so I could watch the whole thing. (laughs) Um, As you can imagine, with these as my interests, I was not exactly the most socially adept, especially when it came to boys. So (laughs) the few times that I did find myself at a party and a boy would come up to me and offer me a drink, We'd start talking, and all of a sudden, I'd find myself talking about tapeworms or something, which is not really what you should be talking about if you want to get a date. Um, And the few times I did actually manage to get a date, which were very, very few, the minute anything remotely intimate would happen, I would run away with almost no explanation at all. Like a sock would come off, and all of a sudden, I'd be like, see ya! (laughs) Anyway, pretty embarrassing, but, you know, despite all my social awkwardness, that did not mean I wasn't interested in going on dates and interested in boys, and especially there was this one boy on campus who I was just crazy about. We had never spoken, we had never met, but I thought he was so beautiful, and since I didn't know his name, I nicknamed him Gorgeous. The thing about gorgeous is, to most people in the world, they might not have necessarily thought he was so gorgeous. He was bald and had a big nose and was awkwardly tall and had hunched shoulders. But something about him, I don't know, I just thought he was wonderful. And I think what it was, was every time I saw him, he was smiling. It would be the middle of winter, it would be like 10 degrees out, he would just be smiling, walking down the street... Or he'd be with some friends and just sort of like horsing around and smiling. And I just thought he was the most gorgeous thing I'd ever seen. So anyway, 
the enti my entire freshman year passes, and it's a few weeks before the end of the the end of the year. And it was pretty late at night. It was maybe about two in the morning, and I was getting ready for bed, and I was in the bathroom, and I was washing my face, and I just brushed my teeth, and I just put in my retainer, and <laughs> and all of a sudden, my roommate bursts into the bathroom, and she goes, Anna, you'll never believe it. Gorgeous is in the hallway. And my heart starts pounding, and I, like, start breathing heavily, and I dry my face off, and I rip the retainer out of my mouth, and I burst into the hallway, and there he is. And I don't know what Gorgeous was doing in the hallway, but I can tell you he was there with a friend, and they had definitely just come from the woods, because <laughs> they were both carrying big sticks, <laughs> His friend was carrying what looked like an entire, like, tree branch with him. It was, it was bigger than him. But Gorgeous, he was more modest, he was carrying about a foot-long piece of some branch. And they're waving these sticks around triumphantly. And I don't know how, but I end up starting a conversation with them. And we're talking and things are going well. And as the conversation is ending, Gorgeous goes to me, Anna... I present you with this stick. And he hands me the stick. And in what was possibly the boldest moment of my life up until this point, I go, maybe you should sign the stick. <laughs> so he gets a pen and he writes his name and his phone number. By the way, I still have the stick. <laughs> Anyway, I call Gorgeous. We end up going on a few dates. Everything's really nice, but, you know, it's the end of the school year, and nothing really ends up happening with it for a few reasons. One was that um, I actually ended up transferring schools at the end of that year. But also, I just didn't know what to say to a boy. I'd never really successfully been on any dates, and even though this was probably the most successful dating experience of my life up until this point, I was completely clueless. So that relationship fizzled out pretty quickly. So anyway, I go to my new school, and at my new school, I think I really start to blossom. I'm still pre-med. I'm still totally interested in parasites. But, you know, I've started producing concerts, and I'm playing in drum circles. And that summer, I ended up getting this really cool job at a music magazine in New York where I was producing parties and getting snuck into clubs, and it was all very glamorous, I thought. I really thought I was getting a little bit cool. So anyway, that summer in New York, when I have my cool job, I get a phone call one day, and it's gorgeous. And he wants to know how I'm doing and what I'm doing, and I tell him I have this job in New York, and he goes, oh, I'm going to be in New York. Do you want to get together? And I go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Gorgeous comes to town And it's this beautiful, perfect New York day The sun is shining, there's a slight breeze Everyone looks beautiful, it's the summertime We end up walking around the city I bring him to one of the bars that I've been sneaking into all summer And we underage drink together <laughs> And, you know, then we leave the bar And we're walking around And it's just a perfect, perfect day walking down the street. But I notice that every once in a while, mid-conversation, I'll sort of like grab his side. 
and we'll keep walking and I sort of ignore it, but then I see him grab his side again. And finally, I'm just like, what's going on with you? And he goes, well, I wasn't going to tell you, but it turns out I, I have a hernia. So I don't know if you know what a hernia is, but it's basically like your abdominal wall has some sort of weakness. And what ends up happening is that your internal organs end up popping through. So in his case, his intestines were sort of pushing through his abdominal wall. And it's not, you know, it's not pushing through the skin, but there's this visible lump that you can see and feel sticking out where, you know, your guts are pouring out. So he tells me he has a hernia, and my jaw drops, and he looks at me like, oh, shoot, I should not have told this girl that I just had a hernia. But I go, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard! (laughs) And he looks at me completely bewildered, and I'm like, well, so what are you going to do about it? Do you need to have surgery? And he's like, well, you know, eventually I'm going to need to have surgery, but for now I just keep pushing it back in. And I'm like, that's amazing. (laughs) And he looks at me and he goes, do you want to push in my hernia? (laughs) And and I just nod. I'm just speechless. I'm so excited. So we've been walking down the street and we pull into a phone booth. And Gorgeous unbuttons the first two buttons of his pants. (laughs) And he takes my hand and he puts it on his hernia. (laughs) And I can feel his intestines popping out. (laughs) And then he pushes. And I can feel his intestines slipping back into his body. And then he kissed me. (laughs) And to this day, it is still one of the most romantic dates I've ever been on in my life. Thank you. That was Anna Rothschild. Anna is a science journalist and multimedia producer and is currently the digital associate producer for Nova. Her work has also appeared on discovermagazine.com, NPR Science Friday, and the Discovery Channel. Anna has a background in biology and once spent a summer lassoing lizards in Floridian forests and testing their blood for malaria. For more science stories, take a look at storycollider.org, where we have our magazine, archives of the podcast, and upcoming events. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Wecht, Aaron Barker, and Ari Daniel Shapiro. The podcast is produced by Rose Eveleth. Additional help from Brooke Williams, Lena Groger, Josh McCall, and Raffaella Benin. The theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to Oberon for hosting the show, and to New York for loving all kinds. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.